supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does it. AM 1420, WBSM presents Spooky South Ghost with your hosts, Tim Weisberg and Matt Costner. Good evening and welcome to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin, Matt Costell. Science advisor, Matt Moniz, is off this evening. And uh, we're a little off this evening. I'm out of practice here, Matt Costell. It's been a few weeks since we've been on the air. It has. It's been a long time. And so, uh, y- y- you know, there's there's some struggles. Spooky TV, we're having some trouble getting that up and Jeff running. Jeff Belanger took over. Yes. The 30-odd minutes uh, is now currently airing on Spooky TV at SpookySouthCoast.com. But eventually we will have this program up and running on there. But until then, listen to the radio. That's the best way to do it. Also on WBSM.com and on the Radio Pup app, you can listen to us live each and every Saturday night as we talk about the paranormal. And, uh, of course, we've been off for what, two weeks now, right? We've been off? Yeah. Yeah, it's been. Because last yeah, week was the Red Sox. Where were we the week before? Gallivanting. Probably. Yeah. And uh, coming up this month, we're going to lose two Saturday nights because we have next week we won't be here because we'll be at the Haunted Victorian Mansion in Gardner, Mass. for our Legend Trips event. And then at the end of the month, we're going to be at a party, right? A party, yes. We're skipping, we're skipping the show for the party, I assume? I think so. Unless we get a broadcast from the party, which would be awesome. It would be awesome. But I didn't think that you – I thought you guys would probably want to go to the party rather than come to the show. And I kind of hedged on whether or not we were going to do the show. But I think it's more important to party. <laughs> and uh, we have plenty of parties coming up. Um, we're talking about another odd fest coming up in December and then possibly a spooky South Coast birthday party in January and February because we're going to be hitting our eighth anniversary this year. So pretty exciting stuff. And uh, this year, uh, th- this week, I'm sorry, tonight, is our annual Bridgewater Triangle investigation show. It was supposed to be a few weeks ago uh, prior to the world premiere of the Bridgewater Triangle documentary that happened at UMass Dartmouth to a huge sellout crowd. And the, uh, the documentary is great. And we will be joined, I believe, at some point tonight by Aaron Kadji, the co-director of the film. Uh, the other co-director, Manny Famolara, he could not make it tonight. But they were going to be here on the original night. But then the Red Sox, you know, we're in the World Series. We decided, you know, that's more important. Actually, I think it was the Red Sox playoff game that bumped us off that week, uh, ALCS. So we figured we would push it off. But then I realized, gee, if we push it off too long, we're going to get into late November. It'll be too cold and people won't want to go out and... You know, and then once December comes, you're running out of time to actually do the show and actually get it done in the course of the year. The year, so uh, it was tonight. It was tonight, or not at all. So uh, thankfully, we have some teams out there tonight, and uh, we are so glad that they went out there. We have people out at Anawan Rock, out in the Freetown State Forest. And out at the Comfort Bridge. So we'll be checking in with all of them throughout the course of the program. We'll also be, hopefully, like I mentioned, joined by Aaron Kaju. And if not, uh, I know that he had a, a prior commitment. So if he can't make it in tonight, that's great, too. Uh, Matt, I know that you had the opportunity to watch the film during the world premiere from the broadcast booth because you were actually running the Spooky TV pay-per-view. It was. And so you it might was. have had a different perspective from the rest of us who were in the theater because you're seeing everybody's reaction to the film as it's happening. Right. I, well, I, actually, I was I was watching two. I was watching the film in uh, um, the. It was like a five second delay, so I was watching it on one on my left side and on my right side on a laptop. I was watching the film again, 
So I was I was actually watching it twice at the same time. It was just as so. good the second time as it, it was. was. It was. <laughs> it, it, it was actually very very good. It was very good. I don't want to say actually because like, right? It makes it sound it, like yeah, you weren't yeah, expecting yeah. it. It was to be. like oh, it was a piece of crap, uh, totally piece of crap. But no, it was it was a really good documentary. I enjoyed it. When I was watching it the first time, because I started a second time uh, at Bridgewater State University this past Monday, and there will be more showings. If you go to the Bridgewater Triangle documentary.com, you can find out where these other showings are going to be, and they're looking to have more screenings. So uh, if you would like to have a screening, uh, you can contact the directors of the film through the website. But watching it, I, uh, same thing that you're saying. Are you thinking about getting your GED diploma? I'm all set. Good enough. So, so the same thing you were, you were saying though, where it's like you, you're, you don't want to say that you're surprised by the quality of the film, but like it's, you know, what I mean, it's very cinematic. It was. It was. And uh, and just some of the shots, like one, my favorite, one of my favorite shots is when Joseph DeAndre, who by the way we had the chance to meet Monday night, you missed that. Oh man. But when uh, when Joseph DeAndre is talking about his. Uh, Bigfoot encounter that he had at Lake Nip and then the camera pans away to where it was and then comes back and, and just the way that the focus changes and everything I was like ooh ooh this is not just a documentary this is very artistic in the way that it's made so congratulations to Aaron and Manny on that and uh, you just you have to see the film and people keep asking me when you're, when is the DVD going to come out well the DVD is not going to be out for quite a while because they're going to be taking it to various film festivals and conventions, comic cons, paranormal conventions, uh, film festivals, and they're going to be showing the film with the intention of hopefully getting it picked up for some sort of distribution. And then if uh, that doesn't happen, then they will uh, start moving forward with the DVDs on their own. But uh, I know that, um, at least for now, you know, your best chance of seeing is to go out to one of these screenings and they're, they're very affordable. They're always $10 or less. And you have the opportunity to take part in Q and A's with Manny and Aaron and anybody else who's there. And, you know, we, we had a Q and a plan on Monday night at Bridgewater state, but the Red Sox were in the world series. So everybody kind of left uh, as soon as it was over. All right. Well, we have a couple of calls lined up here and uh, throughout the course of the night, we're going to be actually checking in with some of our paranormal teams that are out there in the field as we discuss the Bridgewater triangle. But let's take these calls first and see if, uh, if it's anything related to the program good evening you're on spooky south coast how are you i just knocked one off good evening you are on spooky south coast how are you hello hi you're on the air wbsm you're on the air all right, we'll try this one. Just wanted to know: is today the day we change our clocks back? And yes. Uh, t- well, tonight, uh, tomorrow morning, actually, two a.m. So okay, yes, before I'm you go to bed tonight. To ask such a dumb question. It is not a dumb question at all. I had to check myself earlier today. I know I didn't hear because I was watching the duck boats and the parade, and the, I didn't hear nobody say nothing about nothing. Okay, thank you. All right, have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yes, make sure you set your clocks back. Absolutely. We need that extra hour of sleep the way that we've been running around. So uh, the, the plan for tonight is as we're discussing the Bridgewater Triangle and discussing some of the stories around the Bridgewater Triangle, we will be checking in with the teams who are out there live. And as I mentioned, we have a team at Anawan Rock. We have a team at the Freetown State Forest. And we have some people at the Comfort Bridge as well. So uh, it's really going to be a very... Very action-packed night here on the show. Uh, Matt, what was probably, when we're talking about the documentary, uh, what was probably the part of the film, the different uh, aspects that it focused on within the Bridgewater Triangle, whether it be the cryptids, whether it be the true crime stuff, whether it be the ghost reports, UFO sightings, what was it 
from the film and from the eyewitness accounts in the film that you yeah. kind of gave the most credence to. I, I feel like the uh, the true crime stuff really kind of hit home because it's. I mean, it's it's the reality behind it. It's this stuff really happened. There's it's documented that it happened. It's not just like a story that someone said someone it's been passed down these were in newspapers these were on tv um and these crimes really happened in the freetown state forest so i mean it kind of adds a a sense of i don't know danger to it i suppose and i know that you're a cryptid guy i know that that's kind of one of the areas that you like to research and that you're interested in uh do the reports of some of these creatures that we see in the triangle do any of them kind of resonate with you or or uh, are you skeptical of, of so many of these reports i mean i suppose uh some of the uh reports like the the thunderbirds and things that's just a matter of perspective i i think i mean something that um, like a large bird could be portrayed. I mean, it could not be as large as someone perceives it. Right. I and I, I never thought like, like if, if you're walking in, in Freetown State Forest and like a, uh, a blue herring or something comes out of like the woods or, and scares you, you're going to be like, that is the biggest <laughs> bird I have ever seen in my entire life. That is one big bird. <laughs> you should be hanging so. on Sesame Street. But uh, that's very interesting because I, I always thought that, like, you know, you hear these reports of, of a bird the size of a man. And I'm like, there's no way a bird could ever be the size of a man. And then I saw an eagle fly right. over my car. <laughs> and I was like, that is a big bird. And I exactly. could see how, like you're saying, a matter of perspective, people could misconstrue that as being bigger than it was, especially when it comes out of nowhere and it, and it surprises you. Uh, the Bigfoot sightings, though, those seem to be very uh, interesting because, uh, you know, we have... More than one eyewitness. I mean, obviously, Jody Andrade is is featured uh, in the in the um, documentary, but there's other people who have reported seeing Bigfoot around that Lake Nip area, and for them to come at this with uh, similar reports, but people who had no idea about each other, uh, there's got to be something there that's either either it is a Bigfoot or it's something that's being uh, misconstrued as a Bigfoot. Right. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to hold back that cough. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's there's a bunch of weird people in um, in the Freetown area that could just be walking around the woods. That's true. Could just <laughs> so you never know. The story that I found the most interesting, and I'm blanking on the gentleman's name right now, but and if Aaron was here, he'd know it off the top of his head. But the the gentleman who shared his story uh, with Aaron and Manny and had not really been public with his story for over 20 years and and he basically saw what could be considered a pukwaji type figure so uh, that that is something that you have to get out there and see the film to experience it for yourself and when we're discussing the bridgewater triangle now it's important to note we, we kind of take it for granted because we do this every year that people understand the geographic region that we're talking about. But our audience, of course, is international, and they're not always familiar with Massachusetts. So originally, uh, Lauren Coleman defined the Bridgewater Triangle. And by the way, congratulations, Lauren, on your nuptials. Do you know, did Moniz go to the wedding? Uh, No, I don't think he did. Okay, because I know that he was invited, so I didn't know if he actually went. So um, the original triangle as defined by Lauren Coleman was the three Bridgewaters, West Bridgewater, East Bridgewater, and Bridgewater proper. And that has since been expanded out. And in the film, even, they use a little bit more defined triangle than I use. 
they use kind of the Abington uh, Freetown, yeah, the Abington Rehoboth, uh, and then I forget how uh, Dartmouth Point uh, over in the eastern direction. So they use even a smaller triangle than I would. To me, the triangle is ever increasing, and I, I really feel like the more the reports filter in, the more that the triangle has to expand. So, uh, but in the film, they do a good job of of portraying the different types of activity that happen in each area. And I never realized until I saw it geographically in front of me on the map that there are cryptids in one area, ghosts in another area, UFOs in another. It seems like there is concentrations within that triangle of this type of activity. So we've got people out in the different corners of the triangle tonight, and we'll be checking in with them to find out what's going on out there. The way that this works now is these teams go out, and they're basically conducting their own investigations the way that they would normally investigate the paranormal. And we will just be calling in and checking in with them throughout the course of the evening. We don't dictate how they conduct their investigation. We don't make any kind of recommendations on on what they do, except, of course, naturally, we hope that they all got permission to be in the places that they were at. But uh, if any police officers are listening and you find them out there and they're not supposed to be there, if they say, well, we're here for WBSM, no, that doesn't fly. (laughs) We tell them all that. Like, you can't drop the call letters to try to get yourself out of trouble. Don't go where you're not supposed to be. So they're out there and they're going to be sharing with us some of the experiences that they're having while they're conducting this investigation. Also, we'll be posting on social media as well, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, what else is there? I don't know. Probably something else that I don't know about yet. Uh, feed. Is, is that a real thing? It is a real thing. So, And I don't know if we're on there, but anybody that is, uh, everybody's using the hashtag spooky triangle. So if you would like to get involved in the discussion on social media, you can do so by using the hashtag spooky triangle. And uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to take a break. But when we come back on the other side, we'll start checking in with the teams out in the field and we'll see what's going on out there in the heart of the Bridgewater Triangle. Stay tuned for more here on Spooky South Coast. But Spooky South Coast is creeping up behind you right after this. Hello. Hey, man. What? You up? No. Wake up. I need to talk to you. I think your house is haunted. Hey, come on. It's 2.30 in the morning. I can't sleep in here, man. I'm scared. All right, we're back. I'm pretty sure that I did something very wrong to my head. When, what did I just... Did I sneeze? Is that what happened? Uh, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And it was quite explosive. It really doesn't feel well at all right now in my head. I need a nurse. But I'll fight my way through it. Welcome back to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here along with the silent assassin, Matt Costin. We are talking about the Bridgewater Triangle. It is our annual Bridgewater Triangle investigation show. I already apologize that uh, we're not on top of our game like we normally are in our biggest show of the year. But uh, I'm pretty exhausted from spending the day at Rhode Island Comic Con. And having a fantastic day at Rhode Island Comic Con, by the way. Got to hang out with some friends. Got to see some cool stuff. Got to spend a few minutes talking with the original voice of Lion-O, Larry King. That's awesome. I was so jealous when you, you, you sent me that text. I was like... <laughs> and the best, the best part was uh, when I had to get the cast of Weekend of Bernie's up to the panel. And we had to go from the second floor to the like fifth floor. And we had to, take the, uh, we had to go into the back 
through the servant service area and go up the service elevator and everything and it was very spinal tap like i'm like leading you know terry kaiser <laughs> awesome. andrew mccarthy i lost jonathan silverman <laughs> at one point like we get in the elevator i'm like where's silverman and they're like oh don't worry he'll find his own way and so we get upstairs and you know i, I yeah. bring everybody down to the conference room and i'm like all right i better go back and try to find silverman and uh, and i did and uh, he was very very he was almost there on his own. He just didn't quite know where to go the rest of the way. So uh, every, everybody is super nice. I mean, just to get the chance to walk by some of these people and say hello and, and share some memories with them. And they'll all be there again tomorrow, except for Danny Glover. You can come and be so part of the fun. At Rhode Island Comic Con. I know, Matt Costa, you're going to be there. Yep, I will be. Uh, did, you, did you talk to Steve to like make sure that you're getting in? No, I figured, I don't know. I could pay, I guess. Oh, the tickets are only twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars, right? right? Yes. So, but, uh, I mean, that's that's pretty reasonable for all the people that are going to be there. I'm going to be there early, and so I'll I'll try to let them know that you're there's coming. a life life size rancor. There is and a life size so, Jabba the Hut. Yep. And there's uh, uh, a DeLorean with wax figures of yep. Marty and Doc. Is the Batmobile there? There's a couple Batmobiles there. A couple. Yes. Okay. There's also the Batmobile, uh, the Batcycle, and I think the Batboat was there. Uh, there's an Ecto one. Downstairs, that's like a PT Cruiser Ecto one. Yeah, and then upstairs, there's a real Ecto one right next to Ernie is Hudson. The the Batmobile is it the Michael Keaton? There's a Michael Keaton one there. Excellent. Yes, and I'm pretty sure it was my buddy Matches Malone because that's one that of my was favorites. over there dressed as Batman. So it's up there. So um, yeah, I mean you're gonna have a fantastic yeah. time tomorrow for sure. I know. I don't mean to be focused on the Batmobile thing. But that's that's it's fine. Kind of it's fun. understandable. I almost paid ten <laughs> bucks to sit in the General Lee and get my picture taken. It's not just the General Lee. It's John Schneider's oh. General Lee. Was, uh, <laughs> like his own personal General Lee. If you, uh, if you give uh, Tawny Katane $10, will she roll around on the <laughs> General Lee? I think she'll pretty much <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. We'll have to have that discussion off the air. Let's just say she needs to keep those Botox payments up. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can get, you can get a kiss from... She's, she's there, though? Yeah, she was, and and she looks like hell. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can get a kiss from uh, Leslie Easterbrook too, because I saw her kissing a lot of nerds. Yeah. So well, you know you know who Leslie Easterbrook is, right? No. From Police Academy. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. So there you go. We, uh, <laughs> me and uh, a friend of mine uh, last night we were actually having a, a long discussion about her boobs, and, <laughs> well, and how when we were, I, I don't know, probably like eight or nine, or t- I don't know how old we were. When that movie came out, we thought they were the most ginormous things in the world. You still we might be correct. That, we thought they were beautiful back then. You still might be correct. You'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> that was before the internet. <laughs> that, that's the funny part about Rhode Island Comic Con. Boobs are plenty. Yep. All right. Let's get right into the discussion with some of our groups uh, out there in the Bridgewater Triangle. And I think that we're going to just basically we're going to just call them while we're on the Oh, that's not going to work. Let's not do that. Let's Fine. bring the slider down. And uh, we'll just dial in these calls directly. And then do we still have to dial nine for an outside line? Uh, no. All right. So. so we will uh, make these phone calls, then we'll put the people on the air. And uh, this is going to be fascinating radio for people. See what happens. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I feel like this is like crank anchors. Hello, Eric from New England Ghostfinders. Hey, Eric. How you doing? You're on the air. Doing fantastic. So you guys are out there at Anawan Rock, the New England Ghostfinders team. You're out at Anawan Rock? Yes, we are. And uh, and I know that you've been out there for quite a while now. Yeah, we have actually been out here since about quarter to five. Wow! And and uh, so in all that time, has anything been going on? Uh, we've we've had uh, quite a few experiences. Uh, we've had um, 
uh, footsteps in the trees, uh, in, in the woods area, in the swamp, uh, sounds of twigs breaking, uh, and there's absolutely nobody there. Uh, we, we even have been using a spirit box and been getting a lot of um, Native American language that you just can't decipher. Um, we've also been getting K2 hits as well and uh, getting a lot of decent photos of um, uh, ectoplasm and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also been getting the smell of uh, campfire uh, while on top of the rock. That's one of the many reports that, uh, that happen out there all the time. Yeah, it is. You'll get the smell and you'll see phantom fire, too. Yes. So, now, uh, has this, is this the first time that your team has been to Anawan Rock? Um, it, it, it is. Uh, it is not the first time that I've been here to Anawan, but as far as my team as a whole, um, there's actually only three of the five with us tonight. Um, my, my co-founder, Angela, uh, could not make it. Her, uh, her mom just passed away, so she's taking some time off. Oh, sorry to hear and, that. And uh, my uh, case manager uh, ended up catching strep throat, so she, she's out till next week. Uh, but I am here with uh, one of my investigators in training and uh, a historian researcher, and uh, my other investigator, who's actually my fiance, is uh, out here with us tonight, too. And and you said that you've been there before. Have you been there to conduct investigations before or just there to visit? I have. Uh, I have investigated with um, Special Forces out of Rhode Island, uh, Christy Parrish and her team. Uh, I've also investigated with uh, Luann Jolie from uh, Wailing City Ghosts. And in all the time that you've been there, obviously for anybody that doesn't know the history of Anawan Rock, it's the site where Anawan, who was the general under King Philip Medicom, where uh, he surrendered, which basically ended King Philip's war. Uh, in all the time that you've been there, have you ever felt that you've made a connection with, with Anawan's spirit there? Actually, yeah. Tonight, uh, believe it or not, on uh, during one of our spirit box sessions, we had asked uh, the question uh, who it was that was, uh, that was with us in the uh, general area where his campsite was actually uh, located behind the rock to the left. And uh, we got a hit on the spirit box that said Anawan. Oh, wow. And, uh, and, and you mentioned that you had some photos with, with ectoplasm in there. We're getting some questions about that in the chat room. Uh, people want to know about that. So uh, I was wondering if maybe if you could possibly uh, upload those photos and, and hashtag them with Spooky Triangle. Maybe people can check them out. Yeah, uh, we we will definitely be posting uh, all the photos that we uh, that we have tonight on our like page on Facebook. Uh, they, if they want to check them out, they can. Uh, all you have to do is uh, type in uh, New England Ghost Finders and uh, and click like on our page and uh, look up the pictures as, as we post them. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, you stay safe out there. We'll check back in with you coming up next hour. All right, thanks, Tim. All right, bye bye. That is uh, Eric Martin of New England Ghost Finders. They are out there at Anawan Rock, and uh, we will be checking in with these various groups throughout the course of the night. And uh, you can also call in with any questions that you may have, 508-996-0500, You can also tweet us at SpookySC or at WBSM1420, which I'll have to bring up the Twitter uh, during our next break, but we'll we'll be able to uh, follow along with everything here, and people are going to be posting up their evidence over the next few days, I'm sure, because there's going to be stuff that they can't put up instantaneously, whether it be video or, or audio that they have to go back and review. So definitely be paying attention uh, to social media because we'll keep uploading it uh, over the course of the next few days. But uh, th- there's one thing that you have to remember if you are going to investigate the Bridgewater Triangle and some of these sites that are out there 
is a lot of these places you cannot go to legally. There's a number of places where you will be trespassing if you go to them. There's a number of places where you will be in danger if you go to them. So uh, please make sure that if you are going to go out there and, and investigate these triangle stories for yourself, that you get the proper permission, that you go out there during the daytime to get the lay of the land, that you know what's going on before you go out there. Matt Koss and I have been out there uh, quite a few times, and, and we always seem to screw up. Oh, yeah, we, we, in the we daytime, out, we screw up. We were out up. there in the, in the daytime, and it's, it's, kind of, uh, it's quite treacherous, especially when you don't uh, take the road that's right in front of you. One of my favorite triangle so. stories of all time. It was an adventure. Yes, we got quite, a, quite the hike that day up <laughs> right. the side of the Assonet Ledge. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> so I would not trade that time that we got to spend together for the right, world. Right. Had we just driven up there, we would have been up there in two minutes, and we would not have had that time together. So <laughs> it, was, it was during that trip that our, our friendship bond was for. I'm just kidding. We were friends <laughs> long before that. But uh, So we will check in with some... What, I was going to say, what happened there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this what is trip going. Is this? I'm, I'm, that, that was the, the trip up Brokeback Mountain. Uh, that was a different trip <laughs> altogether. All right, now, now we're going to check in with our friends at Wailing City Ghosts. They are well. They were going to be out in the Freetown State Forest. I have not heard if they definitely got out into the Freetown State Forest because there was a matter of trying to get the permission to get out there. And uh, I know that that was one of the concerns that they had was whether or not anybody would be out at the guard desk uh, to be able to do that. So let's see if we can get a hold of them. <laughs> It's going to be awesome if we get somebody's voicemail and they're like, you have reached 508. That's why we have the dump button. We do. Well, I can just pot it down, too. Luann's going to be our first message. I guarantee it. The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Please try again later. All right. Should we leave her a message on the air? And the Bridgewater Triangle claims another victim. Yeah, well, that's the problem is a lot of these locations another, that we're talking about. Another cell phone about, victim. Yeah, a lot of these locations that we're talking about, they don't have service out there. Right. And uh, we need to work on that. We need to work on like a, a like a sat phone that we can give to these groups. <laughs> yeah. Do they still make those? I, I have no idea. I'm pretty know. sure that our, our cell phones that we have are better than that. But, you know, if you if you don't have the right coverage out there you're never going to be able to get through all right so we will try and check in with luann uh and luann if you're listening you can call us in directly 508-996-0500 that's, that's one thing one thing to remember that um even though i mean we're we're in massachusetts where everybody's on top of each other and everybody's kind of it's very heavily popul- populated there are still these remote areas that um are kind of untouched especially in the freetown state forest yeah, and what's the worst part about it is is that when you are out there, you get every sense of that while you're out there by yourself. Uh, that's why we don't send out anybody on their own. Oh, look, collar tunes. <laughs> I didn't know if anybody actually had ringbacks on there. Hello, Barb. Hi, Barb. All right, uh, I just got hung up on. Yeah, she was like, oh, that's Tim, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this this show is going swimmingly. <laughs> All right. Well, I know that uh, that Kira Emily is out there with Barb, so let's try and see if we can give her a call. And and I swear we will get people on the air one way or another. And normally when we do this show too, we have uh, we bring an extra help. But you know, Moniz had to take the night off, and apparently so did everybody else. <laughs> Dave Francis is willing to 
donate his old sat phone. That's awesome. <laughs> for us to be able to continue doing this. Oh. Hi, Kira. Yeah. Hi, it's Tim. You're on the air. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. We just tried to call Barb, but uh, I, I don't, she picked up, and I don't know if she heard us. She didn't know it was you. She thought it was some creepy guy, so she didn't, she didn't want to answer. Oh, well, she got a kind of a... Yeah, she was right. <laughs> but, but it was a creepy guy for a reason. So uh, you guys are out there at the Comfort Bridge, and how's things going out there? Pretty interesting, actually. I've already heard a couple of whispers here and there. Um, I think you said you got some uh, K2, right? Yes. Yeah, she got some K2... And uh, I keep hearing, like, leaves kind of cast by in places where they shouldn't be, like, you know, across the water and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Some really interesting sounds. And also you said you might start a light down there, a yeah. ghost light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're, we're seeing and we're hearing and we're having a good time out here. Well, it, it certainly sounds like uh, you've got a pretty good group and you've got the right kind of people to have uh, activity happen. I've been on Legend Trips events with you guys in the past, and, and it definitely seems like things happen when you guys are around. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. Oh, yes, they do. Let's just make sure nobody falls in the bridge this year. I Actually, no, I, I brought a little flag. We have it right by the big hole, so we can't miss it. So we're not going to fall on that, I promise you. Well, uh, and if <laughs> I don't want to make any jokes about people falling when you're around either. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? So but, be careful there. <laughs> but uh, definitely uh, keep us up to date if anything goes on. We'll check back in with you guys in the next hour. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, we will... <laughs> Oh, I think I just cut her off. I did not mean to do that. But I noticed that the phone lines are lighting up, and you can give us a call, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. Good evening. You're on WBSM Spooky South Coast. How are you? Hello? We might have lost the signal. No, I, I can hear you now. Oh, there's no city ghost in the forest on Copacut Road. Ah, so you did, ma- you did make it into the forest. Yeah, um, we're looking for the pet center, but we lost the vehicle that we were with. <laughs> I think we're losing the connection. Uh, you said you're you're out in the mad trucker area right now, where where the mad truckers reported. Yeah, I think I'm losing you. I'm sorry. Uh, hopefully they can get a better signal. That is, a Copacout Road is a very tricky spot to get a signal, uh, no matter who your service provider is. Uh, but uh, the, the stories of a mad trucker made it, into, <laughs> made it into the film, and they discuss how it's similar to the uh, Haunted Hitchhiker legend, where you can never really find anybody that had an experience directly with the mad trucker. It's always you know the friend of a friend of a friend. And, and these stories, these legends just keep growing. And they're not actually based in any necessary fact, but the legend becomes ingrained in us. And now, I mean, I, I challenge anybody to go out and drive down Route 44 and not think of the Red-Headed Hitchhiker, to drive down Copacut Road and not think of the Mad Trucker. It just becomes part of the experience. And that's the difference between legend tripping and, and paranormal investigation, where with paranormal investigation, you're looking for some kind of fact and some sort of data uh, behind it. And that's what the groups are out there doing tonight. They're trying to find some sort of uh, evidence, some sort of proof, some sort of quantifiable data that will uh, back up the stories that we hear about the Bridgewater Triangle. So we're going to keep checking in with these groups. I knew that the weather would probably be part of a factor. You know, the, the weather hasn't been great today, and I think that that probably has something to do with the cell phone signals not being as good as they might normally be. And but, yeah, I figure if we get really stuck, Costa, we can just send you out there. With a with a microphone, 
Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> How fast can you get to the Freetown State Forest <laughs> from here? I can tell you I made it from here to the Rhode Island Convention Center in about 27 minutes today. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I'm impressed. Not, not really proud of that, but <laughs> you do what you have to do. All right, why don't we take another break? When we come back, we will talk more about the Bridgewater Triangle. We'll take your calls as well, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. Back in just a bit here on WBSM's Spooky South Coast. Don't look now, but Spooky South Coast is creeping up behind you right after this. It blew books off shelves from 20 feet away and scared the socks off some poor librarian. Turn on all your lights, lock the doors, and pull down the shades. Spooky South Coast is back. This looks extraordinarily bad. (laughs) Welcome back into Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin, Matt Hassa. I don't know if this one's going to make any of the greatest hits compilations of spooky south coast because we're just having problems left and right but we think we have whaling city ghosts on the line let's see if we do have whaling city ghosts on the line hello you're on wbsm and they hung up so uh if anybody has a question or a comment give us a call 508-996-0500-877-996-1420 and here we go again we'll see if this is somebody there good evening you're on spooky south coast Hi, are you there? You're trying. <laughs> there you go. I can hear we you now. The shoes out here. I can I can hear you quite a bit. We'll we'll try this out until we lose you. So you guys are still out on Copacut Road? I think that we lost them already. I think that means that yes, they are still out on Copacut Road. <laughs> I hope the mad trucker didn't get them. <laughs> if 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 we had Spooky TV right now, you could have just seen Matt Costa's eyes. Mm. We do. It's up and running. Oh, we have Spooky yeah, TV. Yeah, oh, well, well, hey. Oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Spooky TV on SpookySouthCoast.com and on WBSM.com as well. Uh, Matt, before we uh, – we do have to take a break soon here for the news. Yes. Uh, so we, I think we're going to hold off from trying to connect with some of these groups again one more time. But I, I want to ask you, how was your Halloween? It was pretty good. It, was, it wasn't bad. I know that you uh, were running the – classic halloween episode of spooky south coast is that what you ended up doing um i believe we were running the uh the jackie barrett episode right somebody somebody actually uh sent me a message on twitter saying that they listened to the halloween episode so that might have been where i was confused uh, and uh we ran the uh on spooky tv we ran the 1932 silent movie uh vampire I did notice that we're we're running a lot of uh classic films on we're running a lot of classic things (laughs) And now, do you uh, do you have a schedule posted, or is it kind of just free form whenever you feel like uh, it? Right, right now, the schedule is just um, our live broadcasts, um, Spirit Connections, uh, Slap 360, and, of course, the ever-entertaining, aside from this episode, uh, <laughs> Spooky South Coast. The, the flagship. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the, uh, the good thing about Spooky TV now is that now that we're in the post Halloween season, you know, that was Halloween was your big target date, but you started yeah, so. a little bit before and we're going to have more content available. Oh yeah. I'm work, uh, right now we have, um, we're going to be airing, uh, 30 odd minutes. Um, ghosts are near. Uh, we have the, uh, chuckles and laughs show is coming soon. Saw chuckles um, today. Didn't have a chance to talk to him, but oh, yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, I'm working on trying to get a, a permission to air a, um, the first ever, um, zombie um, drama 
Really? Yes. Interesting. So, I'm not sure if it's the first ever, but it's the first, I guess, Actually, story-driven story uh, drama. The, 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 there's a, a, a story, well, besides The Walking Dead. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, crap, forgot about oh. that. There, there's a BBC no, well, show. It was, it was on the air before Walking Dead. So. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. That's why. There's a BBC show that I, I saw yesterday, I watched a few minutes of, or the other day, called In the Flesh. Have you heard of this? Um, I've heard of it, but I've never. I haven't uh, looked into it. I heard it's good, though. Yeah, the the zombies are cured. Oh, yeah, very interesting. So uh, I missed my chance to catch it on on demand, but I'm sure that I will uh, at some point. And anybody that's seen it, you know, just shoot me an email or post on my Facebook page. Let me know what you think. And uh, I'm all for more content on Spooky TV. That's for sure. If anybody wants to, yes. you know, host a show, they can oh, get, yeah. they can get a hold of you. Of course, if anybody has an idea for a show, I'm, I'm more than accessible if uh or if you have a show already and you want us to just pick it up yeah definitely and uh they can email you matt at spooky south coast.com it's kind of a um we're we're kind of bringing we it's kind of a platform for um anybody who has a show or whatever to we just want to get your show out there right because i mean if you look back at like say 30 odd minutes or something they have over 200 about 200 episodes or something if you go through their archives you could you could get lost sure so like this Why not just come by Spooky TV, check it out, and it's, see? You it's brainless. Might, yeah. Brainless. Don't yeah. even have to turn on your brain. Yeah. It, what, what I like about it, too, is that a lot of people will contact me and say, well, I'd love to do a show on Spooky TV. What do you want me to do? And you can't really ask us that question because it's not our show. Right. It's your show. It's whatever you want to do. We're just giving you the avenue in which to do it. All right. Hopefully, we'll, we'll have some uh, Spooky South Coast um, original content coming up soon. Well, as well looking forward to it so, so slowly but surely it will be and i notice there's a redesign going on yes it's uh that is also a work in progress <laughs> <laughs> that's fine it isn't our it's website a, is always a work in yeah, progress it's just a evolution that's all so there you have it so stay tuned to spooky tv for all kinds of fun and exciting things now uh, we have a phone call here let's go to the phones good evening you're on spooky south coast on wbsm i'm up in the uh, one leg cock to the side and i have a signal a little bit, yeah. <laughs> no, we can hear you. So we've got Luann. I have something against us talking to you tonight. You know what happens from time to time, though. The deeper you get into those woods, the harder it is to connect. So what's what, what's been going on out there tonight? Uh, so far, good. It's been pretty quiet. We're we're actually going to try to head into the estuary uh, and see what we can get over there. Now, I know that you've been out there quite a few times to the Freetown State Forest. Have you been in the Pet Cemetery before? Uh, actually, no, I haven't. I, I, it's funny. I have a picture of it in my book, that was Eric Lavoie's picture, and I've never actually gotten to see it. So I thought it was exciting. And, uh, and when you were on Copacut Road, did, did you get any appearances in the Mad Trucker? No, unfortunately, I didn't find the Mad Trucker. We found a couple Mad Rednecks. Well, that goes without saying on Copacabra Road. <laughs> they gave us great directions, though, so they came in here. And, they, and they didn't even maniacally when they drove away. And and they did not send you to certain doom, so that's always a good no. thing, too. At least not Although yet. Although we thought we were for a little while there. And uh, the the other funny thing about uh, Copacut Road, too, is that no matter how bad the road gets, like people still fly down that road like the entire thing is paved. Yeah, it's crazy. You should have seen David. Man, he was, he was wheeling through here at 80. 
<laughs> All right. Well, we will try and check in with you guys uh, coming up in the next hour. Okay. All right. Stay Have s- fun in your nice, cold no. studio. We're, oh, we're yeah. out here in this beautiful It is a beautiful night. All right. Take care and stay safe. Okay. Night. And uh, that is Luann Jolie, the founder of Wailing City Ghosts. Her team is out in the Freetown State Forest, out on the Copacut Road area. Uh, we will check in with all these teams again coming up in the next hour. And as we get further and further into the show, that's usually when the activity starts to pick up. And I know these groups have been out there for a while, but it seems like when we do the live Bridgewater Triangle episode, as we do every year, and if you're new to this, you might want to go back and check out the archives because each year we've tried to take a different approach to how the uh, to how we discuss the triangle topic, and of course this year we were going to be discussing it in relation to the film. Uh, hopefully, uh, Aaron does make it in before the end of the show, uh, but if not, you know, not a big deal. Again, this is a rescheduled show, so originally it was planned to air uh, two weeks ago, was it, or last week? Uh, last week, I believe. So we we were, uh, two weeks ago because it's going to be before the premiere. Oh yeah. yeah. So. Uh, we had to reschedule because of the Red Sox. So uh, we're kind of just doing this off the cuff this week. And really, it was like, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday before I started asking groups if they could go in. So we're just happy that uh, the groups that are with us could rise to the occasion and help us out. And also, we want to say thank you to Spectral Forces Paranormal Research Team. They were also going to join us out there, but one member is under the weather, and we hope that she feels better soon. They did not want to go out there, though, not being a complete unit. So Yeah, yeah. That's understandable. Understandable. And, uh, and of course, Matt Moniz couldn't be here tonight. Normally, we would have him out in the field as well. Right. We'd have him at some uh, key hotspot, but I think he had better things to do tonight. He's a busy guy. He is. He's been very busy. Right. He's, he's been all over the place. I mean, the dude literally just stepped off a train last Monday to go to the Bridgewater State <laughs> yeah. screening of the Bridgewater Triangle documentary. And I, I drove him home uh, afterwards. I drove him back to his car, and, and uh, he was telling me, like, just – how much stuff he's had going on. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's that time of year for all of us. And there's so much going on for you to check out. Uh, and, again, we want to thank everybody who came out to the Rhode Island Comic Con today. We'll be back out there tomorrow. I'll be there pretty much from the beginning. Matt Costa, you'll be there after you're done with some work here, right? Yep, yep. I should be there around 1. And, yep. uh, and really, I mean, there's so much to see. I don't, I'm worried if you're going to get it all in by 1 o'clock. I know. I'm gonna uh, have I to, mean, by I'm, uh, 6 I'm, o'clock. I'm just going to have to run around. And I actually, I did walk out of the screening of Rocky Horror, though. Did you? I did. I, I, you know, I've seen Rocky Horror done a bunch of times, and I didn't know if I wanted to do it, but you can't have 30 people all running, all yelling the lines. That just doesn't work. Uh, When you have that many people, it's just, you can't understand what they're saying. So if that's the case, then, you know, I I just figure it was better off if I just did not go out there. I did not stay in there because I was just going to get upset. Right, right. So let's make sure that this is all set, and this is all set, and I think we're ready. <laughs> I don't know, Arch. I'm talking myself through it on the air here. But uh, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, yeah. we're a little rusty. I, I came in this morning, and I had to do everything kind of on the fly because I was running behind, and I didn't really have a chance to set myself up, and, and now, you know, nighttime magic. All right, we'll be back with Hour 2 coming up in just a bit after the news. Back hour number two of Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin, Matt Costa. It's our annual Bridgewater Triangle investigation show, and we have teams out in the field around the Bridgewater Triangle. We'll be checking in with them 
throughout the course of this hour. We'll also take your calls, 508-996-0500, 877-996-1420. And if you are on social media, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vine, Feed, Feed, but that was the one you said, Feed. Yeah, that's a thing. Tout. Whatever. Google Plus. Whatever you use. MySpace. Uh, <laughs> some people still have MySpaces. Hmm. Whatever you Justin use. Justin Timberlake uh, has a MySpace. He does. He, I think he owns MySpace. Yeah, now, yeah. So uh, just uh, use the hashtag Spooky Triangle uh, to join in the discussion. Our investigators are out there in the field. They'll be trying to share via social media as well, depending on how good their signal is. And as we've heard here, we are having some signal issues, which usually happens when we're dealing with the Bridgewater Triangle episode. And... I highly recommend, again, if this is your first time hearing us discuss the Bridgewater Triangle, go back and listen. We do these each and every year. We've been. This will be, what's this, number seven? We're, um, this is our seventh year. Yeah. So would that make, I don't know, too much math. Yeah. This late at night. But there's a whole bunch of them. long year. <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> but there's a whole bunch of them to listen to if you want to go back and check out. We've had great guests here in the studio when we've talked about the Triangle in the past. Whether it be Chris Pittman, Chris Balzano, uh, we've had Aaron Cadu here in the past, we've had John Horgan, uh, we've had so many of the people who are featured in the Bridgewater Triangle documentary, which you can go to the website, thebridgewatertrianglediocumentary.com, and you can find out where some of these screenings are coming up. And if you would like to host a screening, uh, they, I know that I was talking with Aaron, and I don't think he'll mind me sharing this uh, on the air, but there is... Uh, a plan they have in place where if you have a civic organization and you have access to a, a place where they can screen the film, yep. they'll come in and they'll partner with you on the screening of the film. So everybody makes a little bit of money. And I can tell you that everywhere they go, this film is selling out. So no matter where you go, uh, you know, plan on getting there early, plan on being there, and plan on getting your tickets ahead of time because uh, you don't want to wait around and, and take the chance of trying to get them at the door. Uh, so let's see what we have uh, coming up here in the future. Friday, November 8th at 6.30 p.m. at Uplifting Connections in Bridgewater, Mass. Uh, on Saturday, November 9th, that's next Saturday, at the Coast City Comic Con in Portland, Maine. And also at the Alley Theater in Middleborough, November 19th at 7 p.m. So those are the current screenings, but you can always go to the Bridgewater Triangle documentary.com to find out other screenings as they are announced. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I, I recently moved. Um, I don't know if anybody knew, but I, I, was, I recently I, moved. And um, I was going through some of my things, and I found a copy of the Bridgewater, the original Bridgewater Triangle documentary that Aaron gave me. Really? Like, the, the first time he was on the show, the one that he made, I don't know, ten, probably 10 years ago. Yeah, I think it was more. I think and it was uh, I, I haven't watched it um, in a number of years. And I popped it in, and I shut it off. No, <laughs> well, it was after I watched this documentary. Right, it just it just does it pales in comparison. Well, so. uh, <laughs> I remember that I, you know, Aaron gave me a disc of it, and I said to him, "Somebody should really upload this to the internet." And he said, "Well, I don't want to do it because I don't want to get <laughs> caught, and you know, I don't want to yeah, get in right. trouble for using license." So I did it, and I put it up on Google Video, and uh, then Google Video eventually can. became YouTube. Yep. And when it became YouTube, they made sure they cleaned everything out. And so anything that had licensed music that wasn't supposed to be there didn't make it. So I don't think it ever made it to the YouTube switchover. Right. So now that you have the original I, I have one, a copy. Mm. So I could put it back up. And you can put it up on the Spooky South Coast uh, yeah. account. I was going to air it on Spooky TV, but I, I didn't know if Aaron wanted uh, 
wanted me to do that. I don't know if he was embarrassed by it or not. Well, you can no, you just, can certainly <laughs> ask him. But if he if he's cool with it, I'd love to put it on the, yeah. on our YouTube feed. It'd be good to see like a comparison. Sure. You know? And uh, and really, if you have seen the original documentary, you are going to be blown away by the new one. It is just incredible. If anything, it should be a special uh, feature on the DVD. Yeah, why not? Although I think even if it's a special feature, you still have to pay for the licensed music. But oh, can't they just dub that out? I feel like they could. I don't know. Aaron's like, stop making more work for me, guys. <laughs> Shut up. I know. I I saw he was having some issues with uh, his editing programs the other day. So. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's They put so much work, so much blood, sweat, and tears into this film. that no, you it really works hard. You do have to go out and check it out at some of these upcoming screenings. Again, the next one locally will be this Friday at Uplifting Connections in Bridgewater. Uh, to get tickets for that, call 508-697-2334. Do not wait. Get your tickets. Uh, call call them I, tomorrow. I believe they had they had two other screenings, and both screenings sold out very At quickly. At Uplifting Connections, yeah. yeah. It, and it's a very it's a smaller venue. It is. Um, I think um, there's only about um, I think it's either sixty or eighty tickets available, but um, they sell it very quickly. So you make sure you jump on that. The Coast City Comic Con up in Portland, Maine next Saturday. And the Alley Theater in Middleborough, Massachusetts on November 9th at 7 p.m. If you like tickets for the Alley Theater show, you can give a call 508-946-1071. And if you'd like to give us a call, you can do so by calling 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. Tweet us at SpookySC or at WBSM1420. And the uh, the Twitter is the the place to be tonight because all the investigators that are out there will be hashtagging their uh, tweets with Spooky Triangle, and that's how you can follow along. What do you think the chances are that we can be one of those worldwide trends on Twitter? That would be nice. It would be nice, but I don't think it's going to happen. You never know. I think we'd have to have a lot Stranger more things have happened triangle. in the Bridgewater Triangle. That's true. And this is the time of the year where our, our downloads go through the roof, sure. provided we have an episode. <laughs> Yes. I haven't even bothered to check the download Maybe that's numbers. why, because we, it's like the episodes are so scarce this time of year. Like, people just get, they need their fix. So they so, download it like yeah, 17 yeah, times? Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. <laughs> and as usual, anybody who's out there listening via podcast, please, please take two seconds. Send us an email, spookycrew at spookysouthcoast.com. Let us know who you are and where you listen from, how you find the show. And uh, that really will help us go yep. forward with to management and say look see we're more popular worldwide than the red Sox." <laughs> so even when they're in the world series we gotta right. go with spooky south coast right do we have that to grow beards no, I think that would happen. is that what it is i think that might be it it is no shave november I, yeah and you decide to shave right before is that what yeah, you do well you gotta start with a you fresh, start yeah. started fresh fresh canvas there you go so <laughs> i'm interested in seeing what happens by december <laughs> by december you look like you can play for the team and uh, speaking like, of like Grizzly Adams, who was at the Rhode Island Comic Con, he was Dan Haggerty. <laughs> He'll be there tomorrow too. Uh, speaking of Matt Costa, if you go to my Facebook page, and I think I put it on, I put it on my Instagram too, I believe. Thank you. Uh, so if you That's go awesome. to to my social media feeds, you can see I ran into you, somebody who was cosplaying as Matt Costa. <laughs> you should take a picture of me and like. Doesn't like Instagram have that crap where you can like put the two pictures it together? Might, and I stuff? don't know how. Make like a collage or something. I'll, I'll have to look and see, and then we'll put them side by side. Because he did, he had like the same hat with no logo yeah, on yeah. it. He had like the black sweatshirt on, the glasses. He had the beard, which it looked like it was a monster sweatshirt. Was it a monster sweatshirt? It may have been. I didn't look. Oh, okay, but uh, it was just it was insane. I saw him and I was like, wow, that dude looks like Matt Costa. Mm. And I, Dol- I was standing Dol- there. Doppelganger. 
I was charging my phone because there's, you know, I just kept plugging my phone and wherever I found an outlet and charging it. And I'm standing there charging my phone. I'm like, I should just go over and ask him if I can. Hopefully, he won't be there tomorrow because if we're in the the, <laughs> the same place, there'll be a, a it's like time naked cop. singularity. <laughs> but so he, so I was looking at him and I was like, I should really go take his picture. And then I was like, Well, that would be really weird to just go up to a guy and ask if I can take a picture. And then I'm like, Wait a minute, I'm at Comic Con where everybody right. walks up to people right. randomly and just takes pictures. <laughs> I saw a dude dressed as the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz. That was incredible. Really? Yes. I mean, this was like one of the best costumes I've ever seen. Uh, apparently, there was an, a, like a seven-foot-tall Optimus Prime. That's awesome. Oh, like a real person? Yeah. Shut up. Really? Yeah. There's like so many uh. awesome costumes that were there today, and I'm sure it'll get even better uh, tomorrow. So just go to ricomicon.com. Yeah, cosplay is something that I'm always impressed in, but I'm never like that. You're never going to do I, it? Yeah, I don't have that um, that drive to to do it. I guess I, I given, think it's because I'm lazy. I had given some and thought to doing it if I ever shed weight, know, I, but only one costume. I would, I, if I ever did it, my costume would look really crap because I would settle for like whatever was lying <laughs> like, lying around my house. Done. It would be like what's under my sink. It's done. Yeah. Oh, well, I um, if I could ever shed the weight, I I know what I would do. You know those yeah. green man suits that everybody goes out for? <laughs> yeah. You know what I would turn that into, right? No. Oh, ambush bug! Ambush bug! <laughs> and all you need that is some, that and some yellow felt. Yep. And, uh, and I don't think I, I don't think there has ever been an ambush bug cosplay. Oh, I've looked him up. There has been. It, really? Yes. And uh, a, a good friend of mine, my, my new best friend, perhaps even, mm. uh, she actually knows who ambush bug is. I was very impressed by that. That's awesome. Because not very many. I think you were the only other person that ever knew ambush bug. <laughs> yeah. You know, right from the beginning. Yeah, me and my cousin, I think probably. And I keep asking Steve every year that they have Comic Con. I'm like, please. Please get Keith Geffen. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to talk ambush bug with this guy for yep. a half an hour. That's all I need. I got 10 minutes with Lionel today. Now I'm greedy. Now I want Keith Geffen. <laughs> all right. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll start checking in with the teams out there, uh, and we'll see what's going on out in the field of the Bridgewater Triangle. You can also give us a call, 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. And, uh, we, again, we won't be here next week because we will be having our Legend Trips event at the Haunted Victorian Mansion in Gardner, Massachusetts. But if you go to legendtrips.com, you can join the mailing list, and you'll get first crack at tickets to our events before they go on sale to the general public and you're going to want to do that because we're going to be announcing dead of winter very soon at the lizzie borden bed and breakfast it'll be happening next winter uh february i believe of 2014 we still have to nail down the date but once we do we will make that announcement to our mailing list members and you will have the chance to come and investigate lizzie borden's and it's a small small group you'll have the house yourself all night long it's going to be a fantastic evening as it always is and there's always something happening at the Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast. So go to legendtrips.com if you want to join that mailing list. You can also go to spookysouthcoast.com and join our mailing list there as well, and you'll get updates on the show uh, as well when we have a chance to actually send those out. So we'll we'll make it a point. If you join, I promise you that we will send you updates. All right, we'll be back in just a few minutes here on WBSM's Spooky South Coast. Hello. Hey, man. You up? No. Wake up. I need to talk to you. I think your house is haunted. Hey, come on. It's 2.30 in the morning. I can't sleep in here, man. I'm scared. We have to go back, Matt Cosby. 
We're back. Tim Weisberg here along with the silent assassin, Matt Cossie. Like the, the little lost reference I dropped into the Bridgewater Triangle yeah, show there. Nice. All right. Well, we are talking about the Bridgewater Triangle. It's our annual Bridgewater Triangle investigation show. Uh, and if you've listened to the ones in the past, you've come to expect a top-notch episode of Spooky South Coast Excellent. As each always. year on these. But uh, tonight, you know, a little bit not, not up to usual par. But that's because, uh, you know, we originally had this scheduled for two weeks ago and we had to kind of reschedule yeah, it we we're just slightly off our game that's we fine. are a little bit uh, it's not what we it's because it's not what we had envisioned coming into the right. see, people don't realize we plan this triangle show for like weeks in advance right and uh, each year we try to have a fresh take on it and this year we were everything was built around the documentary film and then things got moved around i mean it was going to be awesome when it was going to be on the night before the yep. film premiere uh but you know as Things happen. Life happens. The Red Sox pushed us off the air, and you know now we're kind of just trying to make things up here because we don't want to get through the year without a Bridgewater Triangle show because we'll never hear it, the end of it from our <laughs> right, international exactly. fans who want to know about the Bridgewater Triangle. Exactly. People ask about it all year round. It really, and people yeah. people want to make uh, a point to listen to the show live on that night. Yeah. A lot of people don't even want to wait for the podcast, so we thank you all for doing so. Say hi to everybody in the chat room out there. I haven't really had a chance to keep up with that, but... It looks like uh, there was uh, a couple people in there bantering back and forth, at least. Either that or somebody just created multiple sign-ins and has a problem that they need to see a doctor about. All right, let's go back out to New England Ghost Finders. Eric Martin and his group, uh, they're out there uh, in the uh, Anawan Rock area. And uh, how's things going out there, Eric? Uh, things are doing really well. We're, we're, uh, we're in our second leg of the investigation. Uh, we actually had to take a little bit of a break. Uh, one of our investigators... Um, had some uh, some experience with one of the spirits out here and got really really sick, um, and had some really high blood pressure. So we had to stop for a little bit and take a break. Uh, but we are back out in the woods and we are uh, going to be finishing up with, within the next thirty minutes of this investigation. We're almost done. And uh, what will always happen, of course, is what usually happens. As I'm sure you know, is once you start shutting down and shutting everything off, that's when everything's going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Usually, what happens? So, so somebody is feeling reporting not well at all. Yes, uh, uh, my uh, my one uh, investigator, who's actually also my fiance, she's uh, she's up on the rock with another investigator right now. Uh, we are on the backside. I am over here, uh, joined with my historian and researcher, uh, Cheyenne, um, and we are continuing with the investigation and just taking pictures and just uh, getting used to the sounds uh, around us. Well, uh, definitely stay safe out there, and uh, and of course, as you review everything, if anything comes up, let us know, and we'll share it with all the audience uh, via our Facebook page and our website. Absolutely. All right, stay safe out there, guys, and uh, and and definitely have safe travels home. Thank you. You do the same. All right, bye. Bye. That is Eric Martin and New England Ghost Finders. You can check them out online if you want to follow along with some of their investigations. And, and that's the thing, too, about this is uh, a lot of people will contact us, Matt, over the course of the year, and they want to take part in this. But we don't just send – I don't want to – you know, we just don't send average people out into the Freetown State Forest, into Anawan Rock, Profile Rock, wherever people are going. We, we, right. We need experienced teams for this night. We yeah, need exactly. people who know what they're doing, people who've been to the area before. Uh, the last thing we need is for somebody to go out there on behalf of the show and get lost and have to call you know, the forest rangers to come and rescue them or, or to be trespassing and get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we, we have to be really careful with who comes in on this show each year. And But there's never a, a dearth of people who want to come in and be involved with it. So. Some year, we're going to figure out a way to do it so that we can all be in the field. 
Uh. You know what I mean? That might be. We, we've all we've discussed over numerous years how to uh, pick a way to do it so that we could go to multiple locations and still be on the air at the same time. Right. But we've never been able to make it work. Hmm. Well, it's kind of hard because I mean they don't even have a cell phone signal, let alone right Wi-Fi. And if we were going to do a remote broadcast, we would need to use cell phone signals anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Because that's what they use for their for their broadcast here. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe the trick is to have broadcast set up where we're already going. Hmm. And then, this is getting ridiculous. I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. We have like one van. <laughs> I, I want Town Square Media to go out and buy a fleet of broadcast vans so that we can do this one time a year and <laughs> yeah, still, exactly. still have it not work right. <laughs> right now they're listening. Like, we'll we'll steal Fun 107's van. I think no. I think it's the same van, isn't it? Is it? Is there only? I don't know how many there is. How many there are? But they're like Weisberg. Just shut yeah, up. Fun 107's van is probably nicer. Actually, it is. It is pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've been in either one, but uh, if you'd like to book us for a remote, call promotions director Kristen Pacheco. No, uh, but uh, seriously, uh, we we would love to be out there, but it works best if we're here anchoring right. all the coverage. And we're able to go through and check in with all the groups, and we can be here to take your calls as well. Uh, just imagine what would happen, though, if, uh, if we were out there and, and something started going on. And we could kind of report it live. So many, I mean, we're checking in with these groups and we tell them all the time, call us back if anything starts going on. But uh, it's just, it's never anything really strongly overt. So, but it sounds like they're having a good time in Animal Rock. Sounds like there's some some things happening. So I'll be interested to see what they come up with. All right, well, let's check check back in with Barb and Kira at uh, the, uh, the Comfort Bridge. So I'll do that. Right now, and Matt, have you ever been out to the Comfort Bridge area? I know that I haven't. Uh, no, no, I haven't. I'm wondering, uh, maybe we shouldn't make a day trip sometime. I think we should. I can legally only play 20 seconds of this. <laughs> Hi, Barb. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Doing well. I, we called Kira last time, so I figured we'd call you this time. All right, thank you. Oh, actually, we called you the first time too, but I think that yeah, we I missed that one. Sorry bad, about that. Bad connection. <laughs> we were uh, we were all rocking out here to your caller tune, your ringback tone there. So oh, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you guys are at a comfort bridge, uh, and now do you have your whole Cranberry Coast Paranormal group with you? No, there wasn't enough time to assemble everybody. So yeah, that's what happens when Spooky South Coast does something. Yeah, we we do everything last minute. That's how Spooky South Coast works. Well, it didn't help with us to play off, so you did the best you could. Yeah, that's uh, hey, you know, I'd rather have the Red Sox win a world championship and have us push this off two weeks. Exactly. So uh, now uh, you've been out there before, though. You've been you've been all over the Bridgewater Triangle with Cranberry Coast. We all, we seem to always end up in the Bridgewater Triangle, whether we want we like it or not. We are always in there. And so, when you have all these uh, different investigations out there. Uh, do you get various types of phenomena taking place? Have you have you had different types of hauntings uh, when you've gone to different locations? Yeah, definitely. It depends on where we are, but um, we've definitely had uh, uh, various things. Um, we've been to Carver Cotton Gin Factory. It's uh, the former Carver Cotton Gin Factory in, in East Bridgewater. We get a lot of EVP there. We actually have a story that ties into one we caught, and it uh, depends on where we go, you know. Sonnet Ledge, we've had, uh, you know, late phenomena, shadow figures. It's really something. 
And now tonight, has anything been going on since we spoke to you guys last? Uh, Kara had a shadow figure run by her. <laughs> Ooh. Human size. Oh, wow. Like, run right by me. I also heard a door slam, which was kind of weird. Yeah, because there's no doors around out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was down the very end of the trail trying to figure out what that light was. It, it turned out to be a nail on a tree, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? So there you go. That was a debunk. <laughs> well, still, I mean, it, it, at least that uh, you were able to figure out what it was. Yeah, well, one, I was way out there. I could hear footsteps. I wasn't going to hang around to see what that was. Yeah, I wouldn't either. By myself. <laughs> now, uh, let, just let everybody know where the Comfort Bridge is, for those unfamiliar with the area. It's on off of Scotland Street in West Bridgewater, way back deep in the woods. And and technically, you're really not supposed to go out there, right? You guys got permission, though. I called the police. I talked to them. They said I could come out. I promise. No, I believe you. But, uh, I mean, generally, people should know that they can't just wander out there because it's not safe down there. It, yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. Especially where we are right now. And uh, as, as we know with Dave last year, you know. <laughs> exactly. Things, See, and that's why I have the flag there. Things can happen. And, and now uh, the thing that I'm always interested about, too, is when you go down there, even though you've already contacted the police, I'm sure that there's people that see you go down there and they start wondering what's going on. Well, I haven't seen anybody yet. No looky-loos? What's that? I said no looky-loos down there? Not as of yet. I, if there are, they're being awful quiet, which is okay by me. Yeah, right. And, uh, well, so you guys just, uh, are you going to stay out there till till midnight, or do you start heading back, or? Uh, yeah, we'll probably be heading back soon. All right, well, just keep us uh, up to date. If anything does happen before the end of the program, feel free to give us a call back, uh, and if not, we'll look forward to what you guys find on Evidence Review. We will do that. All right, have a great night, ladies. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. That is Barb Wright of Cranberry Coast Paranormal and Kira Emily, an independent investigator, I think. I know that she works with a group, uh, but I know that she's also doing a lot of uh, investigation on her own and writing. You can find her Kira Normal Activity blog uh, on Santa Clara Sunset is the website, and you can read some of her blog postings. And she's also both Barb and Kira and Luann with Whaling City Ghosts. They are all bloggers on SpookySouthCoast.com as well. And if you saw some changes in SpookySouthCoast.com's blogs, yeah, that was because of Getty Images. Uh, so I, tell you, I told you about that, right? Uh, you did. You, but, um, $780. Get out. That's our bill, $780. Because one of our bloggers used a licensed photo fight it. without permission. Well, I did. And then they came back at me with, well, we'll settle for 500 Sounds like a scam. And I said, you call me back when you settle for nothing because it was for educational purposes, exactly. not for money-making. So, uh, yeah, so they can try fighting us on it, but we'll see what happens. If you'd like to make a donation to help the <laughs> exactly. fight Getty Images cause, <laughs> you can do so by going to PayPal and making a payment to Tim at SpookySouthCoast.com. Really, all I right. just wish, like, for all the numbers that we get for the show, for the huge amount of downloads that we get, I wish that uh, we could just get, like, $1.00. <laughs> from each person that listens one yeah. time just one dollar for all the years that we've given you of entertainment so that we can buy a new laptop and give you a much better quality spooky tv <laughs> it, it because it wouldn't be our money it would be your money because we're right. giving it right back to you <laughs> i know here i am soliciting on the air for donations but uh we, we do need to uh we, we uh, I, I love my laptop and i need it every day for work but I th i'm killing it i'm slowly killing it you can tell you're using it you can tell yeah. well 
It is not long for this world. Maybe somebody out there has an extra laptop they could donate. That might be uh, something that would help us out a little bit more. Uh, just shoot me an email, Tim at SpookySouthCoast.com, and we'll see if we can do it. We'll, we'll be glad to you know, give it back to you when, once we get canceled. <laughs> but for now we need to take it off the air for $700 yeah we, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but anyway I mean we're, we're trying we're trying we're definitely trying and I know a lot of people get frustrated and upset with Spooky TV each week when we come in here you know it's to the point now where we used to come in at like 5 minutes 10 and try and get everything up and running I come here at like 8 I'm here at like 8 o'clock now on Saturday nights setting everything up and I still can't get it to go because our our personal equipment is starting to fail so if we can replace that stuff then hopefully we can give you a better quality product now we have one more group to check in with one final time we're going to try and check in with whaling city ghosts who were headed for the pet cemetery out on copacut road in the freetown state forest now uh, john brightman who usually is out there in the Freetown State Forest. Pretty much there isn't a Saturday night that goes by if he's in the area that he isn't out there in the Freetown State Forest. Uh, he was unable to make it out there tonight because he's so tied up with things at Rhode Island Comic Con. Uh, but I know that he was giving everybody some advice on how to best navigate through with getting permission and all that kind of stuff. So thank you, John, for your help in helping us put together this show here tonight. And uh, if anybody ever wants to take some of John's tours... You can go to his website, New England Paranormal Research, and you can find out more about that. Let's see if we get Luann here. Maybe she has a signal, maybe she doesn't. I feel like George Allen. Hi, if you know the answer to the question, you win $300. The wireless customer you are calling right. is not available. Please try again later. So, uh, Luann, if you're listening, you can give us a call back, or you can try giving us a call uh you know, anyway, because you'll see the missed call. And uh, the, now the Freetown State Forest, Matt, that's some place that if we ever do decide to go out in the field for one of these, I don't want to be out there. No? No. 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 Uh, uh, kudos to those who go out there. I'm more afraid of the living things that are out there than I am uh, yeah. the paranormal things. Lions, tigers, bears, rhinos Drug addicts. and stuff. Drug addicts. Mm. Punk-ass kids. <laughs> Teenagers, right? Yeah, that's the scariest thing of all is teenagers. Yeah. I'm probably more scared of them than I am. I like the looks of those teenagers because you know they're they're not exactly respectful to what it is that we're trying to do, uh, and <laughs> that's always the big concern too with legend trips events. Is we announce where we're going, and you got to like worry about if somebody's outside just trying to mess with you, <laughs> right? You know, like you're in the basement of Lizzie Boards, and some kids walking by knocking on the basement window. Yeah. This kind of stuff happens. So uh, if there was one spot in the Freetown, I mean, in the Bridgewater Triangle that you haven't yet had a chance to go and investigate, where do you think it might yeah. be? Well, I've never been to Anawan Rock. Me either. And I, I actually would like to go to that. I think we have to for the for the so. video project that you had planned. Yes, yes. We're going to have to go out there. Oh, I also saw our friend Jason Mayo today. Oh, excellent. Yeah, he'll be there tomorrow, too. Nice, nice. So uh, he said he's wrapping up the thing that he's working on soon, and then we can get back to working on a project cool. with him. Cool. and. And, uh, and hopefully we can get some things working. But uh, uh, one of the places I'd love to go to Anamon Rock, and I probably should. We, we, I think I said like 15 times like over the summer, like, we're just going to jump on the bikes one day and go to these places. Yeah. And we never did. <laughs> but uh, I blame my bike. But uh, the, the other place that I really want to go to is I want to go to the Hockamock Swamp. I've never been there. Yeah. And I, I, 
our friend Bob, who canoes out oh, yeah. in the yeah. Hockamock Swamp, keeps offering to take me. I, I know. Every time I there. see him, I see him frequently, and he's like, when are we going out? I'm like, I, I got to get time. I don't know. And you are, you're a canoer yourself, yeah. so yeah. you have no excuse. And uh, the, the other th- place, I'd like to go to Lake, Lake Nip, too. Especially after meeting Joe DeAndre the other night and hearing some of his stories firsthand, uh, you know, just fascinating stuff. You, yeah. you, you definitely. I've never, a, I, uh, I've never done um, uh, UFO investigations, so I'm not. I don't know if I'd want to do a UFO investigation. No, no. I mean, if if there's a supposed say landing site, and Moniz is like, we think we had one come down here. If you want to come check it out, yeah, I'd like to go and look yeah. and see like the burnt grass and the rings and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know that I'd want to like sit around and wait for UFOs to fly over. <laughs> like unless I'm going to like James yeah. Gillian's ranch with our I've never, fly over never gone seconds. and like checked out uh, different locations where there were sightings. Aside from Odie's house, right? Where, so, which is frequented by extraterrestrials. Yeah, they're, they're just that's just a stopover yeah, for yeah. them. You know, but uh, the the UFOs that I've seen, well, the UFO that I saw uh, was enough for me, and that's good. I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> now every time I'm driving, if I see something in the sky that looks a little out of place, I make sure that I check it out. But the one that I saw that I know was a UFO, uh, that that is good. And when I say I know that it was a UFO, I know it was something that I couldn't identify, and I am good with that. I know that yeah. it happens now, <laughs> so that's good enough for me. It just went. Uh, I just demonstrated visually for the radio audience. Yeah. You know, People just, on spooky TV could see it. Right. It just kind right. of, you know, hovered along for a second and then just took off like as quick and, and nothing moves that fast. All right. So uh, let's see. What else, what else can we cover in the Bridgewater Triangle here while we wait and see if Luann calls us back? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody on uh, Route 44? Nobody is out there Doing tonight. Out. No, nobody wanted to go into the Rehoboth area. Huh. I think a lot of people had stuff going on during the course of the day, and it was it was kind of a hike for people to get out there. Uh, if I, again, I forget what it was that Moniz had to do, but I'm sure it's Andy's probably doing it with him. Yep. Or else uh, I'm sure Andrew would have gone out there because he spends a lot of time Andrew Lake out in Rehoboth, and uh, and some of the groups that we had signed on a couple of weeks ago, that's where they wanted to go because yeah, the they had uh, an investigation planned. That redheaded redheaded hitchhiker stories or reports are. Uh I don't know. I guess it, it's a it's a great ghost story. I would be game yeah. for going out there and sitting out there and making that happen. Yeah, uh, we should probably do that too. Although there's probably other hitchhikers, not redheaded. Someday we will do our Route 44 show. Remember, remember how we did that haunted tour of Route 44 episode? Yes, where we talked about yeah, some of the yeah. leg- and there's a hitchhiker all along Route 44 that's that's seen all over the place. I want to put somebody in Plymouth at the start of it, and what's it? Is it Texas or California? Where does it end? I think it ends in Texas, right? Uh, I don't know. I can check Google Maps. But we'll we'll put somebody at each end, and then we'll have people all along Route 44, and then we'll have them call in during the course of the night. We'll see if we can track down this redheaded hitchhiker, wherever he may be on Route 44 on any on that particular given night. I think that would be a fascinating episode, uh, and will give us a chance to kind of delve deeper into road legends because there are a lot of them, and. A lot of them have similarities. I mean, we, we know about the redheaded hitchhiker of Route 44. We've heard that story told. But uh, a, a family member of yours, Matt, told us about a redheaded hitchhiker seen on Route 6. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the description is almost exactly the same. Yeah. And uh, and I forget, did she see, she saw it with her own eyes? Um, I 
believe she saw it in her rearview mirror. I think. So there we have a first-hand account of the yeah. red-headed hitchhiker. You know, Jeff Belanger always says nobody's right. ever seen him right. firsthand. But there have been some people that have come forward in the last few years uh, that have seen him. So 508-996-0500-877-996-1420. Those are the numbers if you'd like to call in and share your own stories. Have you had a paranormal experience in the Bridgewater Triangle? Have you seen something that you can't quite explain, be it UFO, be it ghost, be it Bigfoot, be it Puckawudgie? We haven't even gotten into Puckawudgies. Whatever it may be. And if you want to check out the Bridgewater Triangle documentary for yourself, there's two screenings coming up this week at Uplifting Connections on Friday at 6.30 and at the Coast City Comic Con in Portland, Maine, Saturday. Time is still to be determined on that. And then November 19th, it'll be happening at the Alley Theater in Middleborough, Mass. But just go to the Bridgewater Triangle documentary.com and you can hook up with the guys there and you can find out how you could help host the screening. If you've got a venue where you can have it done and you have a good cause you want to try to raise some money for, I highly recommend it because this thing is selling out like crazy. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute with more here on WBSM's Spooky South Coast. Don't look now, but Spooky South Coast is creeping up behind you right after this. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin, Matt Costa, and uh, we are doing our annual Bridgewater Triangle episode, and uh, I promise next year when you come back, it'll be a lot better. We'll <laughs> we'll have ghosts in here, uh, ghosts, guests in here, and uh, we'll be talking ghosts about, and guests. Uh, hey, whatever works. So I think we have Wailing City Ghosts on the line, or, or somebody on the line. Good evening, you're on Spooky South Coast. It's the ghost of the... Freetown State Forest calling in. I thought that you would try and get back in touch with us. We tried your phone, so I, I didn't have the number handy for the other phone that you were using, but I'm glad That's that you checked back funny, in. Because I kept hearing the phone make a noise, and I was like, how much you want to bet they're trying to call us, but we ain't got signal. <laughs> yeah, we were. But it sounds great where you are right now. Yeah, well, like I say, I'm standing on top of a rock with one arm in the air, one leg kicked out. Wrapped in tinfoil? <laughs> yeah, really, my tinfoil hat. So did you, you found the pet cemetery? Um, well, we didn't actually find it. It is way out there, and we had a couple members back at the car, so we didn't leave them that long, and we kept hearing crazy people driving through the woods on ATVs. And So uh, what is, uh, I, mean, I mean, what are some of the reports that do come from that pet cemetery? I actually don't tell you the truth, we just- I think we're losing you a little bit there. Oh, am I there? Quick, take your left arm and bend it south. <laughs> I'm trying. Now hop on one foot. And uh, <laughs> so, but there, I mean, that whole area, though, especially that back end of the forest, uh, has such a, a dark history uh, that uh, I can't imagine that there isn't some sort of imprint on on the area. And you're somebody who's pretty sensitive to spirits, so, I mean, you you know when they're around. Well, you just come out here and you've got the heebie-jeebies, mm-hmm. you know. So um, there is a lot of just bad negative energy that's sitting out here, too, if you ask me. So, um, you know, can you even distinguish between that and a ghost? 
Is, is there when when you're out there tonight and, and you're out there looking for it? Uh, does it feel like you know the? Are, are you getting the vibe that it's uh, something dark, something sinister? You know, Chris Balzano calls it the dark woods in his book. But do you get kind of a negative uh, tinge to the activity that's happening out there? Um, well, it's kind of hard to put it like that, you know, because I feel comfortable in the woods or night, mm-hmm. you know. There, there is kind of a little trickle out in this place. Yeah, that's right. Put it lightly. I, I know that when when you've had experiences in the past with some some negative spirits, and I, I figured that you could probably tell right away if you were dealing with other ones out there. So, well, I don't think you can get away from that out here. Yeah. You know, you've got some pretty negative characters who are involved with this. Some of whom are dead now. Um, you know, and I think for, I just have this feeling that something keeps them here. It's, it's almost like what they did chained them to this land. Yeah, and I would not be surprised. So I was thinking about it. I think, have you done every Bridgewater Triangle investigation episode? I have, right from the very start. There you go. So you are the reigning veteran of... All right. You're, you're like the Undertaker's uh, WrestleMania streak <laughs> right here, you know. Do Seven and oh. Undertaker crowns? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what we're going to end up having to make, like, T-shirts, Undefeated Streak, 7-0, and Bridgewater right. Triangle Show. Well, get T-shirts. Well, we, uh, well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> so, actually, you guys hey, have we're great... holding you to it. You said it on the radio. <laughs> you you, uh, you have great uh, Whaling City Ghost shirts. We do. I think our new shirts rock. And uh, people, people can come out and see you at some of these screenings for the Bridgewater Triangle documentary, right? They can. I'm, I'm actually going next week to the uh, Middleborough, the Alley Theater out there. Yep, on November 19th. I missed Michael Myers, though. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Tony Moran popped in uh, to, to last night's screening. Yep, yep, that was pretty cool. So uh, we were... Well, we... How does one talk to a killer? Well, I think he's a nice guy <laughs> outside the William Shatner mask. But uh, we, were, we were talking up the Triangle documentary today at the Rhode Island Comic Con, and so many people had already heard about it. Yeah, they're wow. already trying to make plans to go to see it at some of these screenings. So they're just going to keep yeah. selling out and selling out. I think it's a great movie, but then again, I'm biased. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the uh, I, I took a screenshot during the Monday night screening of, of myself on the screen. I put it up on Facebook <laughs> and somebody immediately puts, wow, that's a huge dome. <laughs> 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 Thanks for pointing that out. Now I can't unsee it. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for helping us out again and for, for being our uh, our uh, undefeated veteran here. And we will talk to you soon. Awesome. You guys have a great night. You too. Stay safe. We're going to go scare up some ghosts. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Have a great night, guys. You, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. And that, that, I get the feeling Wailing City Ghosts, they're in it for the long haul. They're going to be out there for quite a while. You know, some of the groups right. are like, oh, man, we're packing up. You know, it's midnight. You guys are off the air. We're, we're done too. But... They're diehards. They'll get an extra hour tonight. Yeah, that's true. Everybody gets an extra hour of sleep. So if you are... Or an extra hour to investigate. If that's how you want to yeah. utilize it. We've at, we've had Legend Trips events on on Daylight Savings nights, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Because yeah. I remember we were talking about that, uh, Jeff and I, last year. I forget what event it was, but we were talking about it, and it was like, it might have been the, the Haunted History Night, and we're like, so... What do we do at 2 o'clock? I mean, do, do we let them stay an extra hour? <laughs> or do we make them go? We don't know what to do. So, uh, and, and speaking of Legend Trips, we will not be here next week uh, again because there will be a Legend Trips event. It's our last one of the mm-hmm. year at the Haunted Victorian Mansion in Gardner, Massachusetts, the S.K. Pierce Mansion. Despite uh, rumors to the contrary, the event is happening, and it will be great. Yep. 
Somebody decided to try to mess with us a little bit. Sir. And uh, and we will be having a lot more events coming up in 2014. So if you want to get on, and you know, I can't let the cat out of the bag, but we're planning something big. Like so big, like after I went to the Rhode Island Comic Con today, I feel like, you know, like my, my um, what's a good way to put it? Felt like every internal organ of mine was like, coming up out of my body <laughs> at the thought of the nerves that I would have trying to put on such a thing. It's so easy to yeah. walk in there and see Steve and everybody else dressed out and be like, where do you guys need me? All right. You don't know. Cool. I'll be over here <laughs> when they're like running around pulling their hair out because it was insane. The amount of people that were there and just everything right. going on all at once. And I think I can't, I can't imagine the planning that goes into that. Neither can I. And the problem is I think I have so, to start because I think we're putting our foot in that uh-oh. door. So I uh, can't say anything more about that, but uh, out of the bag. definitely join the legendtrips.com mailing list uh, so that you can be one of the first people to find out. And now, did you get to do any October? You were here like every night running yeah. World Series games. Yep. Did you get to do any October activities this year? I didn't get to do anything, no. Me either. No. I ate a bunch of candy that I bought. Well, that was good. So You do realize that trick-or-treaters aren't allowed on the island. No, they're not. <laughs> like, literally. There's a sign that says, trick-or-treaters will be prosecuted or shot. Right, right. So uh, did, did Moniz knock on the door and ask for candy? No, he did not. I'm wondering, what, yeah. what would Moniz go as for Halloween? I don't know. Probably Iron Maiden <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a great Eddie Maiden. That'd be awesome. And uh, awesome. and, and did, did you wear a costume at all? Did you? Um, I, I, I wore, uh, actually, I... Uh, when I did uh, Spirit Connections, I, I dressed up. Oh, really? I if you saw, I the, saw the picture. I did not. Or if you did see the picture, you probably didn't recognize me. Where did you dress up as? Um, just like a 70s guy. Cool. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of weird. All right, go back and, and, then, and uh, check that out. Then I, at my day job on Halloween, I dressed up in the uh, the old standby. The, the uh, grill suit? suit yep. Nice. All, all day. Yep. All day? <laughs> oh, man. That Which grill suit dating. must yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. Then it started raining. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> and then nobody pe- nobody wants to smell a wet gorilla suit. Let me tell you. No, people were finding no. gorilla hair in their food. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah. whatever. It's owned, a- it's owned by Greek people. We we expect it. Yeah, there were there were a couple uh, children that were kind of mesmerized and terrified at the same time uh, when I showed are- up at the door. But I had a pizza. You are pretty so. terrifying in that. Yeah. <laughs> I also like how I made a, uh, a hairy Greek people joke in case Phil Paleologus is listening. <laughs> I didn't mean you, Phil. Uh, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> this is what happens when you spend all day at Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. You'll be there with me at least to keep me I company. I will be. I will be. So uh, we'll, we'll have some. Although you probably won't be keeping me company. You'll probably be all over the place. I'm going to try to be all over the place. I know you're planning on getting some interviews yeah. and yep. All kinds of things. So, and I, I saw other people walking up to people and interviewing today. So, I think you should be safe. Yep. In that, I don't think you have to worry about like harassing anybody. It's harder to get to some of the bigger celebrities. I, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to try to solicit some contacts for some future. Uh, that, that's probably ventures. a good idea. And get some bumpers for us. Yeah. We, de- we definitely need more bumpers. You know? Right. <laughs> we need to have Larry Kinney saying, "This is Lionel, and you're listening to Fruity Salsa." And I asked him, "I, you know that I was going to." Yeah. I promise you that if I had the chance, I was going to ask him. It's a hundred percent real. Is it? That clip is a hundred percent real. Because uh, so, I've always wondered. Because it doesn't seem like <laughs> it. See, yeah, it seems like somebody messed around. Right. Right. But no, it is a hundred percent legit. He said that is an actual outtake. They just started riffing one day, and it just kept steamrolling, and that's what happens. I so. love it. 
I love it. That means that the guy who played the grandfather on the Cosby show really did drop an F bomb <laughs> on Lion O. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Thundercat what's it, Thundercat swearing or something? Yeah, or, something like that. And and you'll know it's it's epic. And speaking of uh, of epic, so will be the Rhode Island Comic Con tomorrow. And we will see you all there. Uh, and, and then we'll see you back here in two weeks for another edition of Spooky South Coast. I believe we'll be talking Ouija boards with Karen Dahlman. So you want to stay tuned for that. I'll bring in my board. We'll have some fun. All right, everybody, have a great night. We will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Stay spooktacular.